Hello, everyone. Welcome to Developing Palettes. I'm Aaron Loomis coming to you from the Drew Estate Studio. With me today is June, Lou, Seth, Geis, and John McTavish. How are you guys doing? Pretty pumped about this. Double yeah, pumped. It's um, It's been seven months. So I've been looking forward to doing this review for seven months. So I'm pretty excited about this. when they announced it? That's when I spent the original one at the trade show. Oh, there mm-hmm. was there was build up for this cigar. Oh, yeah. mm-hmm. oh. And that cigar that they're referencing is the Alec Bradley Double Broadleaf Robusto. Cigar is five inch by fifty. Comes out of the Tobaccos to Orient factory in Honduras. Uh, wrappers Honduran Broadleaf. Uh, binder is also Honduran Broadleaf, but also from a uh, Nicaraguan leaf as well. So double binder, as Alec Bradley typically tends to do. Uh, filler from Honduras and Nicaragua. Uh, price point is nine dollars and eighty-five cents, and this cigar was released in September of two thousand and twenty-two. So, with all that out of the way, June, what was your overall experience like with this cigar? Um, I I felt like it was a bit of a miss for me. Um, do you know, know I have to start I thought, off like that, man. Well, because <laughs> here's the thing. Um, the you know when I think about a classic band. I think about that Casa Magna band that we were just talking about. <laughs> what does that have to do with bands? What does it have to do with smoke bands? That Alec Bradley's. <laughs> you don't like the orange? It has something band? to do with it. That's the point. That's a good band. You don't like that creamsicle okay, orange? You're right. You're right. No, this is a. With that main band, they've used. Yeah, uh, this is the Terminal times, series. Right? They've used. Look at, the, look at the marbling on that wrapper, man. Can yeah. we just talk about that? Yeah, I don't know whether I want to smoke it or eat it. You know what I mean? It looks good. Looks good. My God, you guys. Jeez. All right. Anyways, back to me. Uh, <laughs> the flavors I thought were very subtle, uh, especially considering it's you know broadleaf. Given I know I know it's you know obviously Honduran Honduran broadleaf, but um, you know it was more subtleties than anything for me. Uh, I got light cream cedar uh, soil, uh, some some red pepper spice coming through, um, but you know I. I thought the body was right at medium, but you know, for me, a, a typical like good broadleaf, it, it really has to hit that medium plus for me, right? Like that's kind of like one of my things about broadleaf. It needs that viscosity to really kind of pull it through. Um, and certainly, it should be. I shouldn't be talking about subtleties and flavors within a broadleaf either. So, with all that said, you know, um, hope you all had a better experience. Go Niners! All right, Seth, what was your experience like? Um, strong earth, mineral qualities. I found it very filling. Um, there were dark chocolate notes, but it wasn't overly sweet. Um, black pepper, damp wood. It, it just was filling. Um, I found it to be medium full to full. Um, it, you know, earthy, strong. Um, kind of kept that way going throughout the the chocolate notes were present but it's just it wasn't i i just it was not really sweet like i didn't find it to be over overly sweet it was like you were tasting the broadleaf um but i i enjoyed it um i didn't get the creamy aspects as much as as june did but yeah really good really good scar john John, what are your thoughts yes and there's a lot of broad run going on here um and i it's interesting to this to sort of Connecticut broadleaf because I think Connecticut broadleaf has a pretty pretty different flavor profile. But as we always say about Honduran tobacco, it's either great or it's not. And this to me was 
quite good. Um, Not. Uh, no, it was just quite good. Quite, mm. quite good. Um, but I'll agree with June on the fact that it was a lot subtler than I was expecting. Um, started out sweet leather, um, tobacco, uh, earth, earth quality, like Seth was talking about. Sort of a creamy spice combination in the, in the post-draw, but again, very pleasant light on the palate. I actually got some cotton candy in the retrohale at one point, and I was like, that's interesting. So like that sort of, you know, toasted sugar, not quite creme brulee, but just that cotton candy sponge sugar flavor. And I was like, wow, that's different. Um, medium strength black pepper, um, but, you know, kind of really driven by that creamy leather. And I think what was nice about it is, you know, leather on a profile can be really overwhelming in the palate, but that creaminess really balanced it out. A lot of creamy leather forward in the second third. A um, little bit of minerality developing, but um, in a good way. Uh, Earth kind of medium full, but uh, off offset a little bit by the um, creamy leather, and then um, kind of earth forward in the in the um, sort of last half, and then uh, the last third kind of fell apart a little bit for me um, because it was kind of earth forward, and then became spicy wood, and then uh, spicy wood leather, and that with that creaminess not there to anchor it, um, it it really didn't kind of have that same complexity for me. Uh, burn was perfect. Draw was uh, slightly into the resistance spectrum, but overall, this was uh, this was a nice experience and one I was very much looking forward to. Aaron, what about you? Yeah, for me, the cigar started with toasted oak and a concentrated combination of black pepper and cinnamon. Uh, that spice combination later settled on uh, black pepper, and then some earth joined a bit later. Uh, second third saw the black pepper become dull, and some mustiness joined in. And the final third saw um, the toast level increase, and a vegetable note joined in as well. Um, I thought the cigar had a nice start. Had a pretty vibrant profile, but in the second third, the profile became muddled and kind of was average the rest of the way. Um, I didn't have the best constructed cigar. Uh, it was pretty wavy. I had to do a few uh, touch-ups to keep everything going uh, well. Uh, the draw was also pretty snug, um, and the draw tool just did not help me relieve any of that tightness. So it was kind of tight the whole way. Um, so, you know, the, the cigar is cheap enough for me to want to come back to it um, just to see if I can get a you know better constructed version, how the experience was. Um, but you know, at the moment it's just a pass based on the experience I had with the construction and everything. So, all right, getting into the scores, uh, both Seth and John gave it a 6.67, yeah. uh, June gave it a 5.65 and I gave it a 5.5. So, um, Seth, how that 6.67 match up for you? I mean, really well, I, I really enjoyed this and I actually have wanted to smoke more of them. Um, and I want to smoke different sizes throughout the line. I just, I like the profile. I like when. I like when Alec Bradley delivers a blend like this with Honduran and Nicaraguan tobacco. It's really rich. Um, it's filling. There's, it may not be overly complex and showing a lot. Well, it may not show a lot of like transitioning throughout, but it's a complex profile. Um, I didn't have a great burn and draw. I've never really had great burn and draw with Alec Bradley blends, but if I really can get behind the flavor profile, then I really don't care. Um, yeah. And I know Pete Johnson's even said that with some of his stuff. It's just that it's just, it is what it is. They use, I think they use a really thick tobacco, which has a lot of flavors. So both John and I given it 6.67. I mean, that's, that's, that's double DP right there. Double that's DP, baby. Sex, that's sexy. Mm -hmm. So John. Valentine's double DP, baby. And uh, what was the price point on these, Aaron? Uh, 985 for the room. Ah, get, the, oh, get the fuck out of here. 985. I mean, listen, it's under 10 bucks and it's a good profile. This might actually be my new favorite Alec Bradley. 
Wow. That's pretty good. It's pretty good. All right, June, uh, 5.65. Jeez. Uh, I'm going to see if I have any more in the humidors. I could send it to fanboy Seth and fanboy John over here. Thank you, June. Uh, my 5.5 matches up well. I thought it was above average flavor, flavor profile, but the construction was a little down, so that kind of knocked things down. Um, I like the, I like the first third, but after that, it just a little too muddled. I don't know if the uh, touch ups and stuff like that, anything or the draws was just choking it out on the flavor profile or whatever. But just it didn't materialize for me, so it was unfortunate. Uh, final thoughts from you guys on this one? Please be two more from the experimental series. There you go. Oh, you know, actually, this and a Corona Gorda would be lights out. Are they? Right. Do, do they? What are the other Vitolas in this? Do we? Do we? Is there like Toro a little? And... They're doing a little lawn sale. Sometimes they do a no, lawn sale. Like... I think it's a Torona Gordo. Let me look that real quick. This makes for exciting content right now. Just yeah, really, really yeah. exciting. Me looking this up. Uh, chunk. 4x60, Robusto, Toro, a Gordo, which is 6x60, and a Grand Corona, which is 7x46. There we go. That might be, that might be, I might have to, I might have to hit up boys on that Grand Corona. Be like, listen, (laughs) come on, Grand Corona, let's do it. But they need to take, drop at four ring gauge. Let's go 7x42. Ooh. I don't know if you could, I don't know, I don't know if that would burn. (laughs) What's the the chunk? 4x60? 4x60. That's kind of interesting. I I bet you it smokes good, though. Yeah, I bet you yeah. That chunk probably smokes, smokes like a Tatawahi, I bet. We'll check it out. We'll check it maybe out. We'll, yeah, we'll, we'll do raid it. the we'll booth. We'll raid the booth at TPE, maybe. Hell yeah. We'll see what happens. Um, all right. Wherever you're watching this video, be sure to like and subscribe, but check out the full written review on the website, developmentpalace.com. Uh, follow us on all the social media channels, and you can catch all of our review recaps on podcasts, so iTunes, Google Play, and Podbean. Thank you for tuning in. We'll catch you on the next one. Broad your run.